You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hemp Resent. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Resent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. I am Vivian McPeak, and this is the Hemp Present Resistance. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, speaking flower to power for 29 years and found at hempfest.org. I am also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest, also found at hempfest.org. This show is a weekly read for Radio Rebellion, where I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic for Hemp Present, email me at hempresent at gmail.com. Today's guest on Hemp Present is entrepreneur, business consultant, and corporate diversity expert, Dr. Tiffany Bowden. Tiffany is the founding president and co-founder of the Minority Cannabis Business Association, the MCBA, and co-owner of Comfy Tree Enterprises. The MCBA is the first nonprofit dedicated to the needs of minorities in the cannabis industry, and Comfy Tree Enterprises provides business consultation to cannabis enthusiasts, startups, and established companies. Honing her entrepreneurial savvy in the corporate arena, Ms. Bowden built a solid reputation as a go-to expert in investor building, grant writing, and contract bidding. An advocate for medical cannabis, Dr. Bowden gained firsthand experience of its importance during a spinal injury. Using her personal experiences as a platform for advocacy, she fights to ensure access to improved quality of life via medical cannabis, and having built a network of over 50,000 cannabis entrepreneurs, many who are women and minority, Ms. Bowden provides management consulting to entrepreneurs applying for, starting, and managing cannabis businesses. Ms. Bowden has a PhD in communications and diversity and inclusion and a master specialization in human resources, sales, training, and instruction, and she's joined me today to share her knowledge with you. 
Welcome, Dr. Bowden, to Cannabis Radio. Thank you so much for that introduction, and thank you for having me. My pleasure. Um, there's so much to cover, and we have such a short amount of time. Let me begin by asking you about your personal introduction to cannabis. Um, in my intro, it mentioned that you suffered a spinal injury. Is that when the plant came into your life, and how has cannabis impacted you personally? Actually, that's not when the plant came into my life. I came into the industry more as an advocate uh, than as a medical cannabis user myself. Um, it was my father, actually. Uh, he was a uh, former football player, NFL football player, and uh, he was uh, experiencing terminal illness. And he had confided in me that he was utilizing medical cannabis to help mitigate some of his symptoms. And if I'm honest, uh, when he first told me about his uh, usage of uh, medical cannabis, I wasn't actually very thrilled because I did not have correct information on cannabis uh, myself. Uh, I was a dare kid and grew up in you know fairly conservative environments, Christian schools and such. And so we were socialized in a particular way about cannabis. And uh, I was able to watch him uh, take uh, cannabis, and it was uh, I started to see many of the medications that he was using start to disappear, and I was getting more of my father back, even though he uh, wasn't using those medications. So it made a believer out of me, and then when he ultimately passed away, I decided to uh, change my Ph.D. research to start to study the plant. Uh, when I was at the University of Illinois, I was able to go through our archives where uh, John Adams actually discovered CBD, and I was able to kind of get an understanding of how I was misinformed in the first place and to be able to kind of trace the propaganda about the war on drugs and the misinformation. Um, but it wasn't really until I actually suffered the spinal injury that I had my first medical uh, support-based uh, perspective on cannabis myself, and uh, I became a huge advocate of topicals in particular. Uh, you are founder of the Minority Cannabis Business Association. Can you unpack the organization's mission for us a little bit and how you advance that mission? Yeah, so uh, what I can say is that the, uh, the tenets of the organization are economic empowerment, social justice, and patient advocacy. At the time of founding the organization, these were the three thrusts uh, that we thought would make most sense to be able to kind of launch a plan of attack to be able to advance minority interest in the space, uh, with economic empowerment being more about um, business advancement and making sure that we were increasing the presence of um, minority ownership, as well as uh, supporting those who were interested in uh, simply working in the space. Uh, social justice being a space uh, that was more about lobbying and uh, helping to advance favorable policy. And then patient advocacy, a space that we wanted to help uh, with the education of uh, medical knowledge, as well as uh, increasing patient access to medication. And, and, and in that vein, uh, Dr. Bowden, all across America, African-Americans are more likely to be pursued by police for cannabis possession. Uh, I, I just read recently that in some regions, black people are said to be up to six, eight, or even 10 times more likely to be arrested for cannabis. Historically, communities of color have been vastly disproportionately targeted, prosecuted, and impacted by prohibition. From your perspective and in your work, how responsive has the existing cannabis industry been to efforts to imbue it uh, with mechanisms for gender and racial equality? Is there any traction at all taking place 
in your opinion, uh, so far in terms of addressing these injustices by creating opportunities for these targeted communities to be included in, and not just uh, with employment, but in managerial and ownership positions? Yeah, you know, there's uh, efforts that are kind of going on um, to kind of answer that question. So I would say that in terms of those that have been directly impacted by way of incarceration, there are certainly uh, several expungement clinics that have been going on to try to um, do um, some erasures uh, of those specific felonies. And by being able to remove those felonies, we know that uh, ultimately you're impacting the quality of life of people of color, you know, tenfold at least. Uh, but beyond uh, just even having felonies, there's just the impact of being able to actually uh, have access. So there's um, several recruitment fairs um, that are going on, uh, as well as uh, new organizations that are uh, they're propping up to uh, support different areas of interest. Uh, one thing that I would say is that even since we have been legalizing, that hasn't necessarily directly meant that the impact of people of color has been reducing with that. We've actually seen some increases in uh, you know, arrest rates for uh, people of color even after legalization, which means that there's something else that's ultimately going on. Uh, so I would argue that we also need to look at the legacy that's been created as it relates to representation and stereotypes that were utilized to operationalize the war on drugs and uh, to start working also on our culture industries by presenting uh, African-Americans and Latinos in particular with, um, you know, the opportunity to be in uh, these publications as business owners and uh, to show up as more than, say, for example, uh, Rastas and um, uh, musicians, in particular rappers. You know, I have to say that I thought I really had it going on because I have 9,000 LinkedIn contacts. But you have impressively <laughs> assembled over a network of over 50,000 cannabis entrepreneurs, uh, many who are women and minority, providing management consulting to entrepreneurs for applying for and starting and managing cannabis businesses. Um, what, what might be involved in that form of management consulting? What kind of things do you assist these cannabis businesses and managers with? Yeah, so um, with my organization, uh, Comfy Tree in particular, um, that I started, uh, I went from state to state, ultimately uh, hosting education uh, expos and workshops, as well as job fairs and career fairs, and then tapping into ultimately um, a referral network. So having a bunch of different consultants with me that wanted to join my team. Uh, to assist people from seed to sale, but also to be able to help empower those who are interested in ancillary markets. So anything that you might uh, find in a traditional business where people might need support, uh, there's opportunity for that. So it could be market research. It could be with something with uh, financing. It could be with uh, trying to understand uh, pricing, sales strategy, marketing and advertising and branding copywriting. Uh, there's so much that kind of goes into it uh, once you're actually involved. But even before that, there's also application writing. So I've had the opportunity to people of color as well as women uh, gain access into the industry by writing winning applications. And that's been uh, kind of the majority of what I've been doing as of recent because I've been focusing on uh, getting people in the door in the first place. And the other piece that I would say that I do is uh, simply coaching. So business coaching is one of those skills that's really underestimated in the space. Um, you know, being able to have somebody that you can call and 
uh, be inspired by, be empowered by to help you get over those mental and emotional blocks, um, I think it is just as important as being able to offer uh, technical advice. We've got about a, uh, a little over a minute uh, to the first break. Um, we're social media uh, friends. Um, you get to see that crazy side of me. Um, <laughs> I'm, I, you know, my increasingly intolerant uh, uh, side. Uh, in your social media description, you refer to yourself as an inclusionist. What does inclusionist mm -hmm. mean, and 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 how do you actualize that term? Yeah. So, um, what I'm most interested in is a world that works for everybody, and uh, so what that has meant as of late is been focusing on equity measures and working to help improve conditions for uh, those who are most disadvantaged. Um, my work has been kind of centralized around people of color, uh, but I'm also a stand for women, particularly uh, domestic abuse uh, survivors. And um, so most of my work is, is helping to prop up those who are being left behind. Oh, that's, that's just such important work. Um, we, we, we have a little bit of time, about, about maybe uh, 30 seconds. This is a, a challenging time in our country, don't you think, for these issues? I mean, with the polarization and the, the division that's being kind of deliberately stoked? Yes, it's um, definitely a, a trying time uh, for several reasons. I know that uh, there's been an increase in uh, domestic violence cases, uh, which is a part of some of the work that I do with my consultancy, Otesha, um, in helping that demographic. Um, but then there's also the issue about uh, cannabis businesses being considered essential, uh, but then also not being uh, supported by federal aid. Uh, so our businesses are under siege. Uh, small businesses are really struggling uh, to be able to stay open, in particular by having to pay uh, as much taxes as they do. So there's still a lot of, of work that needs to be done there as well. My guest is Dr. Tiffany Bowden. We're going to take a quick break and come back with our second segment. Don't go anywhere. Okay. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Trends in technology, processes, and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis. Consulted by the American Cannabis Company. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point. Download and play while you like yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And I am back with Dr. Tiffany Bowden from the Minority Cannabis Business Association. 
Dr. Bowden, you are also a mental health advocate. Uh, I'm interested mm -hmm. in your take on the mental health challenges that this global pandemic creates for our population in general, uh, but more specifically for the African-American community, which has been really hit the hardest, both economically and health-wise uh, by the COVID pandemic. What advice might you have for those who might be listening or struggling to maintain mental health in the midst of these unprecedented challenges? Yes, uh, I would I would definitely think that there has been an increase in challenges, uh, though people were already struggling before the pandemic uh, occurred. Uh, we have an increase in anxiety, particularly uh, medical anxiety. Um, there's a lot of people that were uh, working on their recovery processes and have relapsed uh, as a result of this pandemic because of a uh, perception of a lack of options. And uh, so, for example, uh, folks who struggle with OCD, uh, the hand washing may be um, increasing more than maybe what is recommended by the CDC. Uh, for people who generally struggle with anxiety, they may uh, find themselves uh, experiencing panic attacks. Uh, and then there are people who don't know that they are struggling with mental illness that are seeing uh, increased elevation of some of the challenges that they may have already been experiencing but didn't really have language for. Uh, so now what we're seeing is more people that are uh, reaching out and needing help. Uh, I know that in Los Angeles County, the county has paid for free subscriptions to the app Headspace, which does offer um, tips for uh, meditation and uh, managing stress and relaxation. So there's, um, you know, one really great resource there. Uh, but also I, I want to encourage people to, um, you know, take advantage of telemedicine and book a, count, uh, a counseling appointment uh, because that's one way that you can really uh, help support yourself uh, through this pandemic. Um, my organization, Otesha, also does help to subsidize co-payments. So if that's a challenge uh, for people um, while they're moving through this, um, they can also reach out to me for support with that as well. I know just the isolation alone uh, is, is you know hard on everybody, I think, to deal with. Um, but particularly people that were already isolated uh, in their lives. Um, yeah. This is just, and, just just a big thing. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and I was going to also say, like, and for African-Americans in particular, uh, when you are walking around in the United States and you already have a kind of disposition that you may not be valued uh, in society as highly as you ought, uh, then there's a, a kind of inherent um, anxiety that's there about whether or not your life matters, uh, whether or not um, you're being protected um, and uh, you're being valued, uh, whether or not you can actually trust medical professionals or the tests that are being done. I know that a lot of the, the trials and the preliminary tests uh, are being done in areas that are more concentrated uh, by minorities and um, particularly African-Americans. Um, we do tend to have a kind of distrust for medical institutions because of um, the history behind that. Um, we have um, history of having medical experiments that have gone wrong and have been unethical uh, in our space. Uh, we also tend to have a deeper stigma around uh, mental health in general. And so uh, there is a revolution that's needed in our community about um, you know, building trust and being able to ask for help, uh, and that's also becoming evident at this time. You have received numerous awards and scholarships for your pursuits in business and education, uh, more really than I can <clears throat> I can even mention here. 
do, do you do you ever like sleep? I mean, <laughs> s- seriously, I, wow! I was just reading your bio and I was just blown away. What is your recipe for time and project management? How do you find the time to cover all the ground that you have have in in order to achieve all that you've done? I uh, well, I know my why, um, you know, very clearly, and I have mastered the art of saying no. Uh, So, you know, one thing that I think that people kind of um, don't really get is that when you say no to the things that are not serving you, that are not empowering your purpose or your why, it actually gives you more time to be able to get the things done that you really want to get done. And when you're working in alignment uh, with your purpose and what really drives you, you have a lot more energy to be able to carry forth your mission. Uh, So, I actually turn down a lot more work um, and a lot more projects than I take on. It is really my uh, my secret sauce, um, and I do really strive to get uh, lots of rest as well and have good work life balance. I am a video gamer, and I love um, taking my playtime as well um, because I think that that work life balance is uh, is really important to being able to support yourself. So it's really discipline and balance, right, and focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, to keep absolutely. you on track. Yeah, absolutely. You have, uh, all of that has produced a reputation uh, for you as a respected player in investor building, grant writing. Uh, during your corporate career, you reportedly brought in profits of over $500 million. And wanting an impact will might we expect the economic fallout from this global COVID pandemic to be and do you think that, that cannabis plays a significant role in any economic recovery? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, obviously we're headed for some, some rough times, um, but, you know, um, we're resilient uh, as a country. Um, we will bounce back, um, but it's really important that we prioritize uh, the most vulnerable uh, over uh, the immediate economy, in my opinion. Um, you know, but we will we will recover. And I do believe in the spirit of competition. I do think that the market will evolve uh, to accommodate uh, the new space. It's just been kind of a system shock uh, to where uh, we have been hit um, pretty quickly. And a lot of businesses are really struggling uh, to recover. Um, but what you are also seeing is that not everyone is um, is struggling in the space. There are some businesses and entities that are thriving in this time. Uh, certainly the online space uh, is thriving and uh, delivery spaces are thriving. Uh, cannabis in particular, uh, the delivery spaces are really doing quite well. And um, so I think that what we'll probably see is um, more allowance and permissions and expansions for delivery, whereas in um, a lot of states, they have been very, very tightly regulated when it comes to the allowance of delivery. So I think that we have a really awesome opportunity in the cannabis industry to advance some of the policies that we've been wanting to have uh, for quite some time. But we've had uh, folks that are in office that have not been interested or willing to um, expand legislation in order to serve uh, our sick and shut-in populations. Uh, so I think that this just kind of elevates the need for those kinds of services. Yeah, yeah. here in, in our state, uh, not long ago, we had a leg- state legislature uh, complain about some uh, reform legislation that was put forward saying that I have marijuana fatigue. And we're like, man, you think you have marijuana fatigue? We have prohibition fatigue. 
And if you, <laughs> exactly. if you want this marijuana issue to go away, then you pass some mm-hmm. sensible laws, right? Uh, otherwise, right. You, otherwise, your fatigue's going to get a lot worse because we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, as as you mentioned a few uh, minutes ago, you have a new project called Otesha. Is that right? Otesha. Otesha. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more about Otesha? Yeah, um, Otesha is Swahili for uh, plant a seed and watch it grow. Um, and uh, within that uh, consultancy, it specifically serves at the intersection of wellness and inclusion. So I do uh, education. I also do um, advocacy and uh, promotion of cannabis wellness products. Uh, diversity training uh, as well. I do have a few clients that are outside of cannabis. Like I just uh, did a diversity training for Movember Foundation uh, as an example, um, but I have serviced also uh, clients like uh, Kikoko, which is a uh, women-owned uh, cannabis organization as well. Uh, and so I'm really enjoying uh, the launching of that project um, because it's actually getting me even closer uh, to uh, being able to tie all the things that I'm most passionate about and think are most important uh, for this time right now. Um, one aspect of um, what I'm doing within that is launching a course called Business Self-Defense, um, which is helping people uh, who are in business to be able to navigate a bit better. So uh, we talk a lot about uh, you know, minorities and women getting into the cannabis industry, but we don't really talk a whole lot about what happens to us once we're in the industry. Uh, in my opinion, it's actually easier to get in the industry than it is to stay in the industry uh, because of all the things that happen. And if you are a first-time entrepreneur and you don't really necessarily know where the predatory pitfalls are, Um, you don't know what you don't know. And so what I have been doing is kind of compiling uh, from experts on their failures, their mistakes, the things that they wish that they would have known, and, um, you know, put that together as a curriculum to be able to help people uh, pivot faster or to be able to avoid mistakes um, altogether. And I'm coupling that with uh, life coaching and wellness coaching to make sure that people ultimately stay balanced as entrepreneurs. We're going to take another break and come right back with our final questions for Dr. Tiffany Bowden. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results 
that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a dog's life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout north america and ask for the original fabric container find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com we're back to hemp present only on cannabis radio now back to our headstrong emperor of hemp vivian mcpeak we're back for our final segment with Dr. Bowden. Uh, Dr. Bowden, we still have a few minutes left uh, in the show uh, to talk. Is there anything you'd like to add that we haven't yet covered or that you would like to leave our listeners with? Yeah, definitely. Um, especially for this uh, COVID-19 time, I just wanted to affirm and acknowledge that this is a very, very difficult time uh, for everyone uh, but it's not an impossible time. Um, please reach out uh, for counseling support if you are struggling with depression or anxiety. Uh, you can also uh, reach out to me if you are interested in any kind of business consulting. This is a great time to sit down and brainstorm and think about you know, your vision for what you want to do next. Uh, so I'm amazing at being able to help birth ideas out of people, fine-tune things, uh, even if you think that you already have something that's solid, I uh, do have a team of experts that can make that go to the next level. Uh, also, uh, there are things that are going on right now that the industry is not uh, demonstrating that's completely shut down. Uh, we are having uh, several opportunities that are online so you can continue to advance your education uh, and interest in the cannabis industry by just turning your focus uh, to the online space. Uh, so I'm happy to uh, refer you to different places for that as well. All right. Well, Dr. Tiffany Bowden from the Minority Cannabis Business Association and Comfy Tree Enterprises and found at TiffanyBowden.com. Thank you so much for your essential work and for being on Hemp Present. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Hempy Trails. Thank you. Now I'm going to get to a weekly feature of present on CannabisRadio.com. That's the quote of the week, and here it is. We have to figure out ways to fight for justice, ways to advocate for reinvestment in communities. We believe that this industry cannot move forward in a way that's going to be equitable unless we address these cultural issues. And those are the words of Willie Mack, the co-founder of Think Big. That concludes this installment of present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank Brasco, my man in the control room, and all the Cannabis Radio sponsors and advertisers. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hempo sapien on a journey to justice as we silence the violence, increase the peace, and promote unity in the cannabis community with impunity. 
because when it comes to prohibition, you have the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice or find your voice. Speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, and take it easy. The Hemp Percent theme song, Take Back the Plants, performed by Sticker Bush and sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, maestro, because I'm out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.